Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to another episode, everyone. I'm Tim Ventura, filling in for Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome to Casual Friday on Real Estate Coaching Radio. We have a really exciting show for you today and a really exciting guest as well. I'm I'm really pleased about today's show. We're going to be talking about the upcoming Realtor or Dot Realtor domain extensions that the National Association of Realtors has been promoting. And we're going to be joined by a special guest, a longtime friend of mine, who's also one of the nation's top search engine optimization and internet marketing consultants. He's one of the top guys in the country, so I'm pleased as punch to have him on. Before we get started, though, this is a live show, and our call-in number is 347-857-1195, or write me questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. Also, I want to invite you to check out our brand spanking new free coaching calls for agents website online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. We put a lot of time into trying to make that as beautiful and useful as possible. And so if you feel like your production is not where it should be, check out freecoachingcallsforagents.com schedule a free coaching call with one of our trained professional coaches, and we will get you squared away. Okay, so we've got a full show today. Let's not waste any more time getting started. You may have read on Inman News that the NAR is pre-registering .realtor domain extensions, which means that if you missed the opportunity to buy yourname.com way back when, now you'll have the opportunity to buy yourname.realtor in the near future. So to provide some expert advice for us on this, let's welcome Dave Brown from Matrix Marketing, who's going to help us understand what this actually means for agents, and let me bring him on now. Dave, can you hear us? I can. Can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you for your time as well. I know that you're very, very busy, so it's it's a pleasure to have you on to provide some context about this dot realtor domain extension thing. Uh, let me start out by asking a little about your background, just to help the audience understand, you know, what you do, who you are, and all that fun stuff. Can you tell me about, you know, what what you're currently engaged in with Matrix Marketing, and a little bit about how that fits with your background? Sure. Well, background: I've been a computer geek since, uh, oh, geez. 94, 92, somewhere in there. Got in a little bit of trouble with the FBI back in 99 for being a dumb kid hacking and um, got into this SEO thing way back before it had an acronym and have been doing it, have been doing it successfully ever since. So um, that's the long and the short of it. I can go into, uh, this is only a one-hour program, right? So I'll, I'll keep that brief. Um I I had a podcast, SEO 101, for a long time. We started that, over a million downloads, yada, yada. Uh, Help people and uh, figure out SEO from square one. So 
not not on the highly technical end of things. I won't try and bore any of your listeners to death today. Um, I have also worked for an Inc. 500 company that will go unnamed uh, back in 08 prior to the real estate debacle um, that was in the real estate area. So I have worked with hundreds of realtors over the years and um, very familiar with their business and all that good stuff. With Matrix Marketing, we're um, we're a boutique firm. We only deal with about 10 to 12 clients at a time. And, uh, yeah, that's, it, unless you have anything very specific, um, we do it all. Dev design, search engine optimization, online reputation management, all those good acronyms. I could go on and on, but um, you have me on for domains today, so we can talk domains. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, and, you know, one of the things, you know, one of the reasons that, that you immediately popped into mind when I read about this .realtor domain extension was I, I think that the search engine optimization part of that should be, to, to most agents, that should be apparent, right? But but then it, it goes to a larger picture than just that. And I know with, with, with your service, with Matrix Marketing, because you guys are a full service um, and you, you, you really do everything, you know, um, I, I thought that you would be the perfect person to kind of help us understand what this means to agents. Um, so I, I guess for, for anybody who, who's lost by this domain extension, uh, again, .realtor would be a replacement for .com. So, you know, like Google.com, we all know what that is. This would be like Google.realtor. It's kind of like a vanity URL, right, Dave? Does that? Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it absolutely is a vanity. Uh, it, well, it's like a vanity license plate. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. The .dot coms are by far the most popular. .dot nets, um, .dot orgs for 5013Cs, um, things of that nature. I've, I've always, whenever we've had a client come in, oh, we've got this great .dot info. No, get rid of it immediately. Uh, .info was spammed so heavily back in the early 2000s. Um, nobody can take that seriously. Uh, same as .biz. If you're branding your company with a Z instead of an S, stop it. You're an adult. That's not a good idea. How do you expect anybody else to take you seriously if you can't, you know, do basic English? So that's that's one of those um, – Dot .realtor, there's dot .name, there's dot .io, there's dot .co. Um, there's a lot of new top-level domain names that have been released. And um, I, I had the chance to talk to you prior to the, prior to the show, and uh, I mentioned baseball cards. And Tim and I have known each other forever, and back in the day we all had our baseball cards and we'd trade them, and, you know, the rookie cards were a lot better than somebody's, you know, 17th year playing as domains are very much the same. I got into domains, which was a really easy same, same thing with Aaron Wall, um, the, the CEO of SEO Book. When he started out, it was all selling his baseball cards on eBay, and then found out about SEO, and, and that became his his profession as well. Um, Three letter domains. You can be a domain broker. You can sell those. You can buy them. I've worked at a company where we've actually paid $280,000 for a domain name. Um, I have a client that's paid $300,000 for a domain name as well. You can get them anywhere on the secondary market, um, you know, 
thousand dollars to all the way up to three hundred thousand. Um, my favorite one out of out of all of these domain stories is Vegas.com. The guy that bought that simply genius. I wish I would have done it. Uh, right place, right time. And as realtors always say, location, location, location. He leases that out to the highest bidder for four years at a time or five years at a time. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. Um, but his domain registration for Vegas.com, Harris, I think, believe, I believe the last time it was purchased was for $30 million for four years or five years. And so they got all that traffic coming in from the web for people looking to go to Vegas. So they just, a lot of times people do what's called a direct search and type in Vegas.com. So <clears throat> with Realtor.com, um, it is a great domain, or it's a great top-level domain. Um, actually, this isn't considered top-level domain. Top-levels are .coms, .orgs, .infos, .us, uh, I believe even .ws is. Um, who knows? They're constantly changing these, but it is a lower-level domain. Um, it is fairly expensive as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to interrupt, but um, you know, it, it is. I'll tell you, this is a. It's it's tough to explain in an hour over the phone, and I, I think that's one of the reasons that. You know, I definitely, it's one of the reasons that I want to talk about it for agents because, in 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 terms of in terms of you know like, agents get bombarded with this stuff on a day to day basis, and everybody's trying to sell them this, that, or the other thing, and it seems like this dot realtor thing is yet another one of those where. Agents, they have to be a member of the National Association of, of Realtors to, to buy it in the first place. And then they pay between 30 to $40 a year, which is obvious. That's nowhere near as much as, as some of the ones that you just mentioned. But still, it seems like it's kind of another expense, and it's probably going to be in addition to their regular domain, right? So I don't know. Sure. I mean, do you think sure. this is just a fundraiser for the NAR? Well, Quite possibly. Um, if you become a um, registrar, if you will, like Google's a registrar, um, it's, it's fairly expensive. There's a lot of legal loopholes to jump through. Um, I know we talked about it in the SEO industry. Um, we could have purchased uh, .seo as a new domain name, and it would have cost collectively uh, about $250,000. But at that point, Anytime we sell those, the ICANN, which is the international something or other, uh, I, don't quote me on that. That's not international something or other, but it, you're familiar with ICANN. Uh, they're the overarching body that sees over all domain names. And so if you say, ah, somebody stole timothyventura.com, and that's my name, and I'm already well-known, yada, yada, you can go and file an ICANN complaint. They have a little... Uh, judge and jury that goes ahead and decides who gets the domain name. So domain squatting rights, things of that nature. So all of that to say, um, yes, they could make a fair amount of money on this. I don't know the realtor numbers off the top of my head right now. How many realtors are there in the United States? Do you? Oh, I, I believe that from what I've heard, there's just about a million million realtors in the organization, you know, and so so they they could stand to make they could stand to make quite a lot from that, you know, and that that would be recurring if it's if it's thirty to forty per year, you know, that, that could be a pretty good well, revenue not, stream. 
so you understand they're not getting the entire thirty million that that would come out of that because uh the domain registrars are also going to be taking a cut of all of that, so maybe they make fifteen twenty bucks a pop, who knows yeah um yeah. The, when you go through that process, obviously you'd find out, but um it doesn't seem to me like realtor is a it's great because it would prove that you are a current realtor with a license. Um, things of that nature, if they're going to oversee the domains and make sure that your license is valid, um, when you know you're going to a Jane Smith at, or Jane Smith thought realtor, um, you know that you're going and talking to an actual licensed realtor. So that is, that is a plus. Um, I think the biggest problem that comes up with this, uh, it's brand new, people don't understand it. Hey, let's go and jump in and do this. We ought to do this. And, um, the problem with that is Google, where I'm assuming 80% of most traffic comes to most of the realtors, unless they're doing pay-per-click ads on Bing or Yahoo or what have you. Um, so, and, and even AdSense on on Google. Uh, the big deal is that if you already had a website, say you have JaneSmithRealty.com and you've been working that for five years and you have a, a you know good quality content for your local area, the areas that you sell in, changing that to realtor or dot realtor from a dot com, you're immediately going to lose any of your page rank, your backlinks, all of these other things because they're all pointed to that particular client site or the dot com, if you will. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's an excellent point to touch on from from a Google perspective. And there are some workarounds that might might help to mitigate that. But yeah, what so what you're saying is basically, you know, I mean, in in terms of Google, Google is looking at kind of this, this longer term perspective of is is this a real person? Are they part of the the online community? Do they have traffic? Do they have all these things that go into being you know a real business? And if you just uproot that and move it, then it's going to take Google a long while to kind of figure out what's going on, right? Sure. Well, it's not going to take them a long while, but. Historically speaking, if you have a five or six, seven-year-old website and people, uh, let's let's talk about mommy bloggers for a second. Um, they're a huge vertical or niche, your choice, whatever you'd like to call them. Um, if mommy blogger A says, "Hey, so we're moving from this little place because we've got uh, twins or triplets on the way," uh, God bless you. That's that's a huge headache. We need to move up. And this realtor was extremely helpful and da 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 yada yada. They drop a link. They have a PR6 blog. You have a PR6 link, which PageRank is an antiquated uh, and kind of outdated uh, rule of measurement or, or guide of measurement, but we still use it to look at things like that. Uh, you know, getting a link from CNN would be excellent. If you were ever in the news for anything, uh, so you were over in New York and you were one of the realtors uh, over there after the Sandy hurricane, or Hurricane Sandy. And uh, realtor uh, Joe Schmo over here did this and that to help out the community and help displaced families. A link from CNN to your .com, if you change that to joeschmo.realtor, then you've just lost that link. You can, of course, 301 redirect it, which is a permanent redirect, what Google likes to see, 
but you only get about 85% of the link juice that comes back, which 85% return is not as good as 100% return. So, in my yeah, yeah. professional opinion, I would I would say do go out, get on the I, I believe the early lists are already shut down uh, for the priority registration. So I, I believe that shut down last year, and they're about to come out at the end of this year, fall of 2014. So if you did not get on the priority list, do what you can to get on the list right now. $30 in your marketing budget is next to nothing. And um, just like I wish I had registered Vegas.com when it was available way back when, and I didn't, you're, if you don't jump on the boat and hope that you get your name, um, Don Johnson at or donjohnson.realer.com, or eh, that's so hard to not say .com. That's that's built into everybody's vocabulary, <laughs> right? So donjohnson.realer, for example. Um, well, my name is David Brown. There's what seven and a half million David Browns in the world. Uh, there's a massive tractor company in the UK, which is like John Deere here in the states, that uh, is David Brown. They own davidbrown.com. I would have loved to have registered that domain name. Um, hindsight being 2020, I should have been buying domain names when I was a teenager. Um, didn't get into it. At one point in time, I had over 8,000 domains. So I, I was a domain broker. I've sold quite a few. I've, I've made some good moves. Uh, the smaller the domain, though, that's, you know, when we were talking earlier, Tim, the, the rookie cards, like King Griffey, or King Griffey Jr., because we're in the Pacific Northwest, Rookie cards are always worth more than anything he did later on in his career, right? So yeah, and, and let, let me jump in because you're the the point that you're making. I think that there's a there's a fine line here too. You're you're talking about protecting your branding versus domain squatting, and actually, I I'm in the same boat you were. You know, both because we're the same age. We were both there right when the internet first, you know, right when it first hit, and and I remember. Yep. Actually, I, I remember one particular night where my ex-wife and I were looking up, you know, we're like, yeah, we found Coca-Cola.com, you know, and this was like 1995. And, you know, and I remember looking up a bunch of these other brands and, you know, like, you know, and like Coke and Pepsi were like the only two domains that, that we could find or something, you know, and it's like, it would have been nice. I, I wish that, you know, I wish that we'd registered like Boeing.com or something like that, you know, which yeah, was available. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, you know, but... So so in terms of protecting your branding, you know, davidbrown.com or, you know, like janesmith.com, names like that, that where, where you've got a lot of competition, that that definitely makes sense. That's worth the $30 a year. But you know, in terms of domain squatting, though, do you think, I mean, like the first thing I thought of was, well, what if you registered realtor.realtor, you know? <laughs> I, right. I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, do you think there's any value there, or do you think that there are so many of these new domains that that it's kind of lost its relevance? Uh, with Realtor.Realtor, here's where I'll get a little bit geeky. Um, Google works based off of algorithms. I'm sure everybody's familiar with Penguin, Panda. Uh, we just had Pigeon come out two weeks ago. Uh, today, actually, two weeks ago today. So, um the exact match domain or the EMD update happened a couple of years ago, and that's where you would see, and you started to see this fall off of Google, if you will. Uh, you'd see keyword-keyword-keyword.com, right? 
and yeah, yeah, I've seen a few of them falling away because exact match domains aren't working as well anymore. So to to answer your question, realtor dot realtor, um, you could probably stand a decent chance of getting page one. Uh, it, it really depends on your backlinks, everything like that. But um, at the end of the day, uh, think about Google for a second. Uh, which was uh, when I remember working on Jerry's Web, which eventually became Yahoo.com with the the fancy yodel that they trademarked. Um, And then when Google came out, it was like, goo goo, gaga, baby stuff. Who's going to ever use this, right? Uh, I've done wrong before. It's bound to happen again. But uh, Google wasn't a word. It was uh, based off of the Google, which is what I think the millionth place and a yeah, yeah like a Googleplex or some some incredibly large no, amount of data where they work. But yeah, no, I, I think a Google is what they based it off of, which is the either the hundred thousandth or the millionth place. I can't remember. Um, interesting how they came up with the name, but with the right amount of branding. I mean, look at Zillow, Zazzle, Etsy. None of these words actually meant anything prior to building the brand. So as realtors, you have to constantly build your own brand. So your brand is your name. You're, you're on bus, uh, on the back of bus seats, and you, you have billboards throughout town, things of that nature. It doesn't matter if you're at Tomlinson Black, if you're, uh, you know, any of the other Century 21, this, that, or the other thing. You, you can leave Century 21 and go to Tomlinson Black. Uh, that may be an off-putting statement to some some realtors, but um, that that does happen. And uh, so you don't want to davidbrowncentury21.com, right? Not only is that a huge, long domain to have to type out, what if I'm on a mobile device, which is 40% of the United States right now? If I'm out and about yeah. driving around looking for places, I'm going to use the Zillow, let them track me through my GPS and show me, this house, we can drive by, take a look. Oh, this is a horrible neighborhood. Let's go over here. Uh, you know, what, are, what have you. Um, to be memorable and to promote your brand, which you, you hit the nail on the head, Tim, um, go out and grab your name. If you can't afford the $30 a year, that's. Uh, I, I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm not making a dime off of you doing it. But if you can get Realtor. Better grab it so somebody else doesn't. Um, another realtor with the same name as you can grab it. Uh, and, and you know, I went in and checked out the .realtor.org. Um, you can register as many of these as you would like to, as long as you're a Canadian or a um, U.S. licensed realtor. So grab your domain and simply 301 redirect it back to your main site. And that's not considered domain squatting if it's your own name. And um, it's better that you do it and pay the extra $30 per year than somebody else does it. And, oh, I thought you were Jane Smith. No, I'm Jane Smith, but this other gal bought my domain name. But, yeah, but I missed the opportunity. Yeah, And, and, and in our lifetimes, and... Probably in the life, you know, the average agent is, is, you know, right around 40, 45 years old, I think. So right around in the lifetimes of everybody in the audience, we've all had those missed opportunities. So I, I you know, I'm definitely on the same sure. page. 
Well, Dave, let's jump to commercial break. And so I'm going to do that, and then when we come back, we're going to talk more about search engine optimization and how realtors can really make an impact. Go pay some bills. Sounds good. According to the National Association of Realtors, only 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need one too. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today, Tim and Julie Harris. Don't just take our word for it. Listen to what HGTV star and Atlanta top producer Colette McDonald has to say. Hi, my name is Colette McDonald, and I'm with Remax in Atlanta, Georgia. I just wanted to take a moment and give a shout out to Tim and Julie Harris. I've been a coaching client of theirs for the last four years. When I first started in this business 12 years ago, I was very successful, did a great amount of business, averaged between eight and 10 million a year. When I contracted with Tim and Julie to be my graduate level coaches, my production increased by 20% per year. I am now trending 30 million this year. That's amazing results over four years of working with Tim and Julie Harris. I highly recommend them. Tiger Woods has a coach. And why does he have a coach? Because he can't see his swing. If you do what they tell you to, you will see huge results. I am living proof. Only Tim and Julie Harris provide powerful one-on-one coaching along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action now and visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. There's no risk, no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's market. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And welcome back, everyone. I'm Tim Ventura, filling in for Tim and Julie Harris on a very casual Friday, and we have a very special guest with us today, Dave Brown from MatrixMarketing.co, and I would definitely recommend that you check his site out, and we are talking about the .realtor domain extension, but we're also talking about internet marketing and branding and just a bunch of other stuff that goes along with that. So let's bring Dave back on. Okay, and we're going to continue our discussion of really how how agents can differentiate themselves and stand out. So, Dave, are, are you with us? I am. Yep. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, so, you know, we, we were talking about this vanity URL, this .realtor extension, and it sounds like, you know, for 30 bucks a year, that's not a bad investment, I guess. But, but in terms of other stuff that agents can do, um, you know, and again, this is stuff that your company specializes in. What, what are some of the other things that agents can do to really stand out and differentiate themselves online? Well, let me ask you this. Do you mind if I start with my biggest negative with realtors? Sure, because go for it. I, I see a ton of them doing this, and it just drives me up the wall. Um, 
and if anybody wants to fact check me, that's fine. I'm I'm pulling this out of memory. So um, people usually buy about three houses in their lifetime at a seven-year break in between purchasing a house, okay? So whether that's uh, you're a young couple buying your first home, you've gotten married, had kids, you're upsizing, kids go to college, you downsize into a condo or whatever the case may be, uh, that's a very uh, basic description. But uh, Facebook is my biggest complaint with realtors. I don't want to like your page and see that you just sold a better house than the one you just put me in right down the street for $20,000 less. Uh, well, that's, that's, a good, that's a good point. It, it happens all the time, and, and I, I've worked, like I said, with hundreds of realtors, and, and Facebook is one of the lowest converting uh, options. People are more apt to ask a friend who did? You, who was that realtor you went through? You said you had a great experience. Uh, the word of mouth, and and I know any of you that have been through any type of training or coaching, always ask for referrals. If you have a friend or a family member that's moving and they're in our our area that we service, please let them know about us. Um, whether you incentivize that or not, that's completely up to you. But stop wasting money on Facebook ads, and uh, that's that's. Hopefully this doesn't get heard by anybody at the upper echelons of Facebook. We've got family members there, so um, apologize for that. But Facebook advertising and likes to your, your Facebook page really don't matter. Um, you can put out articles, the 10 best ways to enhance your curb appeal. Um, you know, the, the seven things that your mortgage broker doesn't want you to know. Um, those types of things, they will pull people in. They will get you some traffic. Go ahead and do that. Don't worry so much about being liked on Facebook. Um, it, it really doesn't pan out in the end. So save that money and put it elsewhere. Bid against your – take that money and go right to Google AdWords and bid against your direct um, – so – Sherry at Century 21, and I'm David at Remax. If somebody's typing in Sherry at Century 21, there's a good chance that nobody else is trying to rank for Sherry at Century 21 in my local area. Um, so I can get those clicks at 15 to 35 cents a click. You're much better off putting yourself up against putting myself up against Sherry in that local area when somebody's looking for Sherry because she's got a nice bench down at a you know city center bus stop, you know what I mean? Well, so yeah, let me let me let me drill down on that a little bit because it, it, it's a little bit technical. But I, you know, I, I you you had told me this a while ago, and we had really good results. We we had done a little bit of experimenting with this. We had some good results with it. Basically, what you're saying is this isn't a surprise. On a national level, if you type in Coca Cola, you're going to see ads for Pepsi because Pepsi goes in there and they say, well, you know what? We want the Coke audience too. So they advertise based on Pepsi. So if you're if you're uh, you know if you're Jane Doe and San Bernardino and you're competing against you know like Dave Brown and San Bernardino or something, why would you not do the same thing? You can go in and put ads in on Dave Brown, and then anybody who's searching for for Dave will will then see your ads. That's that's basically what you're suggesting, right? Correct. Absolutely. 
and it's extremely easy to do, and, and uh, just a real brief overview of how Google AdWords works. It's, I'm sure most everybody is familiar with eBay at this point in time. It's an auction bidding. So, um, you know, back in the day we did the, the mesothelioma lawyers, right? Uh, that was huge, $45 a click if you could get somebody to click one of those ads. We're not talking that for real estate agents, but um, a lot of times people get into AdWords and they have no idea what's going on. And, well, if he's number one, I want to be number one. He's paying $2 a click, I'll pay $5 a click. You just ruined the bell curve. <laughs> if the top bid is $2, go $2.25. Do not jump directly to $5 because if the next guy wants to spike you, he can say, well, Heck, I'll pay $10 per click. And then for you to beat him, you've got to go to $12 per click. And it becomes a very vicious cycle immediately. So, Well, and, and one really scary nice thing. thing. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say one, one of the scary things there, too, is a lot of people set that up with auto pay, and so you don't even know how much you're spending until you get the bill. <laughs> that, right. And well, that could be scary. you have daily spend limits. Um, always, yeah. always work within your daily spend limits, and always go eCPM, which is uh, estimated cost per thousand, and being the Roman numeral for a thousand impressions, if you can get it. If you can't, you have to go CPC. But in a lot of cases, we found um, we have some some very nice home builders. Uh, one of the largest home builders in the country is one of our clients, and um, you know we can bid against the other large home builders, and they're not doing it to us, which is great. They just have no idea. So this is one of those really – it's not necessarily sneaky. There's nothing illegal. This is not black hat SEO. This is 100% above the board. You can do this. Most people just haven't heard about it. So Yeah, yeah it's, it's advertising. One of those things you can do. Right. It, well, it's advertising very smartly, smartly if that's actually a word. Um, <laughs> It, it, it's very good advertising because if you want your brand to show up, if you're Coca-Cola and you want your brand to show up next to Pepsi, you're going to bid on those terms. So if you can get those at 25 50 cents, set it at $10 a day. $300 a month is not huge advertising. Get rid of one of the, the, the bench advertisements that you have and, and work through it that, that way. Um, very simple to do. Anybody can do this on their own. This isn't something we would charge somebody to do. This is just, here, here's how you go and do it. Log in, throw a credit card on it, set a monthly limit so you don't get a surprise, holy cow, here's a $6,000 bill. Um, we, don't want, we don't want that to happen to anyone. So um, bidding now, on, now, that would be a much better spend than what you're spending on Facebook is my point at the end of the day. So, what and is, that's now with the, my biggest complaint. Well, if you took that Facebook money and you put that towards what about local stuff because you've got your Google local, you have Bing local, and then you have Yelp and a lot of the review sites, uh, are, are, you, are you favorable on those for agents? Do you think that there's a value there? I actually did quite a bit of work with Yext this year, and um, Yext is not too terribly expensive, and it gets you into a lot of these location-based rating systems. And that's great. <clears throat> Not my favorite, however, because uh, these are all controlled by people. So if you get a poor review, you can delete it. So Google will not count this. 
And what I mean by Google not counting this, if any of you have done a search, um, well, this is all U.S.-based, right? So um, I imagine that everybody knows who Best Buy is, bestbuy.com. They've done probably the best work um, in the RDFA space, which is resource description, framework, and attributes. And any SEO company that says, we can't tell you what we're doing, it's secret sauce, BS. I'm sorry, but uh, that's exactly what it is. The secret sauce right now, and, and I attended SMX Advance this this uh, summer, as, as I do every year uh, here in Seattle, and 40% uh, of our tracks were around uh, rich snippets, uh, social semantic web, uh, all of the others. So. Schema is one of those that you can use. It's kind of like having an uh, old Walkman. You've got the reverse, forwards, pause, and play, right? Whereas RDFA is more like the boom box that you would wheel around that has 800 different things that you can do to your your sound uh, equalizer, you know, yeah, 800 yeah. EQ, right? So there's a lot of things that you can do with that. Um, within that... Um, I love it when I start talking about RDFA. I lose my train of thought. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've gone off on. Oh no, that's that's okay. Well, you know, actually, that was what was the question? That was that was one of my questions. So I, I think that there is some value in the local search, but but uh, you know, let, let's jump into RDFA though, because and, and again, this is this is way too complex for probably probably 95% of the audience, but basically what you're talking about is the semantic web, and you've been proselytizing about this for a while, and this is something that agents might might consider, and the reason they might consider it is it's it's just emerging now, and, and uh, so the idea is basically it's defining words that Google then picks up in context so that it knows who you are, and it's not just trying to match a word, right? Correct. So yeah. no. uh, okay. 11, 11, 11, Google came out and said, we are now going to be processing RDFA 1.1 Lite. And that came from a TED Talk from Sir Tim Berners-Lee, who actually invented the Internet when he was working at CERN. Um, the great thing about this is it, it's basically Scooby Snacks for Googlebot. So if you have a local office, uh, with your Google local, right? We can throw down a latitude and longitudinal uh, deal inside of the code where Googlebot picks that up and says, yeah, they're absolutely right here on the corner of Smith and whatever, right? Um, all of those other things do help. Realtor is a defined term. So we can say this is this person this is a person who's a friend of a friend of this Facebook account, this Twitter account, this LinkedIn account, this Google Plus account. All of these things can be determined. None of it is shown to your actual visitors. It's not hiding anything. It's not breaking any rules. It's 100% white hat SEO. So um, to, to answer your Google local question earlier, um, these are one. These are some of the things that you should absolutely be taking a look at because they're very important. They will help you outrank your other folks very quickly. Um, we've we've done ones where we have not built a single backlink. I'm sure everybody's heard. Oh, you just have to build backlinks. You build backlinks in the wrong area, you get put into penalty. 
which puts you nowhere to be found in the first 100 pages of Google. Uh, it's kind of like blinking in the dark. Nobody has an idea what you're doing. So um, going forward and, and doing this with a couple of our clients, we've taken clients that have 130,000 unique visitors coming to their website monthly, and it's like flipping on a light switch. They go to 380,000 inside of three, 30 days, three weeks to 30 days. So um, RDFA is one of those things that you should be looking for, social semantic web, H cards, any of those things that you can do with your site right now, please do them. They're completely free. They're completely white hat. You don't have to spam. You don't have to keyword stuff. Just do it. It will help you out. Period. End of story. Yeah. So. Well, you know, we're we're almost out of time for today, Dave. I, I want to thank you again for joining us. I'd love to have you back on at some point in the future to kind of drill down a little bit more on some of these agent tools. But it, it sounds like for the time being, the, the dot realtor domain is it's probably worth the thirty bucks. Although they shouldn't expect magic to come from that. And uh, I, I'm wondering if you could share with us, just you know, to tell us uh, if, if people are interested in learning more about what you do. Uh, you know, or if they want to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you to, to learn more about the services you offer and stuff? Uh, probably the easiest way is go to I'm kind of a big deal on the internet dot com. I'm That's kind a of a big deal on the internet dot com. Okay, or what internet. about uh, Matrix? Internet, not internet. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, just that that'll take you directly to my Twitter page. Um, you can come, uh, we're at matrixmarketing.co, uh, which is a 301 redirect to Neo on SEO. Um, I'm willing to answer any questions, talk to anybody. I have no qualms given a, a, a free hour, taking a look at your site. Um, here's what we think, here's what you should do. Um, you know, a, a lot of times people just need uh, a point in the right direction, and oh, that's great, I can do it, I can take this. So. Um, I, I, well, yeah, I guess that should be it if we're, if we're out of time. So, um, that yeah, should be yeah it. well, yeah, definitely matrixmarketing.co. That is the place to be. So Dave, I, I want to thank you again. And to our audience, I want to yeah. thank each and every one of you. And, uh, we will see you all at the beginning of next week. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.